When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. The dream, the impossible dream of all Americans, nay, nay, all of humanity, is to get something for doing nothing. But in America, in America, we call it, for some reason, passive income. It's all the rage, particularly among millennials. How can I create sources of passive income so that I don't have to leave the house and get a job? I just want income to come in. How do I make passive income for the rest of my natural life? And you know, there are plenty of people who will tell you how to provide or get passive income, but some of the ways they suggest generating passive income. Well, Tom, they sound to me far from passive. They're not very passive. Let's just make sure that we're all on the same page here because the IRS defines passive income as earnings generated by someone who isn't materially participating in the endeavor, meaning you Okay, work- wait. Then you're not actually working. Yeah. That makes it passive. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Sitting all on right, the couch, right. less than 500 hours annually on a project or less than 100 hours if you put more time in than the rest of your coworkers involved. So they, that's the IRS standard, okay? Uh, okay? But what most people think is I just put the money there and then the money starts coming back to me. That's or what most no, people No, 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 no. What about those, though? And, and th- this is the case with a lot of millennials. I don't have any money. How do I create passive income? Ah, okay. Well, let's you know, get to those ideas. And think about that. I, I mean, there, there, there are people who will give you these brilliant... They, they sound so good, particularly to someone with mm, less than a lot of experience. How about starting a YouTube channel? The typical YouTuber <laughs> receives $18 per 1,000 views on the videos. Now, we've... <laughs> <laughs> well, again, did I mention experience? <laughs> we've had videos that have been up online for, I hate to say it, a long time now. And we do have many of you who listen to this program who apparently don't really like our videos just all that much because you don't go look at them uh, and you don't go look at them. <laughs> so wait, so 18 per thousand. Uh, I'm just see seeing some, how we're doing. How many I'm, thousands? I'm checking to see got. if we've made any money yet. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, the latest class we did, uh, 86. Ooh, okay. Well, um, there we go. we're, we're still there. way off a thousand. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, we're trying to find the biggest one. Uh, let's see. Getting uh, happy work new year was our biggest. It le- looks like nine months ago, 356 views. No paying too much. 484 oh. views. We haven't made a thousand yet Four twenty-five for our interview with, uh, uh, the trillions author. Uh, so 
Yeah, no. It Guess what? You, it didn't work for us. It so we're about nine dollars, and I'm going to take five. You can take four of that. So you can transform when it says you can transform a hobby or passion into a series of money making videos. That might be harder than you think. Well, and that, that, okay, <laughs> let me go back to that because let's let's take these uh, one at a time. Who whoever got the idea that one making a video is easy? It's a lot of work. I know. I did a bunch of them, and two. Who's going to watch them? You've got, how are you going to get people to watch your videos? They, it's not like the field of dreams. You build it and the dead guys come out of the cornfields and watch it. It doesn't work that way. You have to promote it. And that requires money, spending money to get other people to come and watch. Okay. So if that's too complicated, how about just the simple old uh, podcast? Yeah, you can you can discuss your favorite topics, movies, books. We have and, that one too. Oh, that's right. And uh, you make you get rich through affiliate sales and membership subscriptions. Uh huh. Again, it the the rub is where do you get the listeners? It's not easy. We know that. We've been doing podcasts for I don't even know how how long have we been since they were pod since they were invented. Yeah, I mean back almost. I think over 20 years now. So, um, or, or here's an easier one, create a cor- a course online. You could take a special skill or interest and turn it into <sighs> web-based training. Uh, okay. Same thing again. A purchasable set of how, online classes. How do says. you get the people? Well, one, what's your special skill set at age 27 that you're going to be <laughs> I don't able know what to mine teach. is at 60 plus either. So uh, what is it? And then two, how are you going to get the viewers, the listeners, the participants in this course? All right. This one, I think this one's a little harder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how about writing a book? Just sit down and write a okay, book. Okay, Tom, when was the last time you wrote a book? <laughs> it's been a while, like never. It's um, hard work. No kidding. Yeah, exactly. I, um, that is the least passive of all of these. No, they're, they're all, never mind. They're all hard work. This is a bunch of baloney. a blog, creating leads for another business. That's hardly passive because you got to create leads. That's called leads. cold calling, apparently. It gets better. Sell, yeah. stock, sell stock photography. You and your grandkids, you put those pictures out there. They might. Okay. Might oh, like wait. Those I did try that once many years ago. I made all of. Two and a half dollars. All right, $2. but don't, don't you live near Disney World? I do. Here's, I here's do. one that I think could work for you. Rent out a room. Uh, violates the covenants, oh, but okay. th- that actually could be pretty lucrative here if it wasn't against the rules uh, because people do rent you know, the, through Airbnb. And, but again, is that passive? Well, really? Think about two, that for a minute. Do you like to have strangers in your house? I no, don't know. I mean, it's no, kind of no, an odd no, feeling that's a, for me. No, my wife, yes. Me, uh-uh. <laughs> Actually, no. she'd probably like that. Oh, she uh, would. It gives or, her somebody new to talk to. Exactly. Or if you don't want to rent out your a room in your home, it says you can rent out your car. Uh, you can rent out your I, car if you have a second one or don't no, drive much. No, I did that. Oh, okay. I did that in Seattle through Turo. And it was my That's chance. That's what they mentioned, yeah. Yeah, I got to try a uh, a uh, Tesla out because uh, I thought that was pretty cool. And that's okay. But, again, you got to work that in. It, he had the, – the owner of the car had to do some work. And you got to work it in with your schedule. I mean, don't you need the car sometimes? It says, it, it says if you have a second car. 
Well, I sold. Isn't my that second an expense car. though? If you have a second, I don't know. Because you have to pay the license. Oh, oh, oh! You stuff. mean we've got to calculate expenses oh, against yeah. the income? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh well, that just ruins it for everybody. Darn it! I just want it, the income. It doesn't even get into the other one that is so popular here on podcasts, and that is real estate, either flipping, which people still say is passive income somehow, which I don't see, or being a landlord, which I also don't think is passive. That's a that's a job. That's a real job. Uh, you got to collect the rent. You got to take care of the place. That That is not passive income. I was in only a sense. landlord once in my life. I had a house I rented out and it was a miserable, miserable experience. And don't even get me going. So, yeah. um, okay, here's an alternative though, because I looked this up. I was kind of curious. Let's just say for sake of argument, you had a million dollars. Yes, I know you're <laughs> 27 you're not going to have all right then say a hundred thousand okay how about a hundred thousand how about ten thousand okay all right ten thousand ten thousand all right ten thousand easier uh you take half of that you put it in a globally diversified stock portfolio half of it okay then -hmm. you take the other which is yielding about two right plus growth maybe yeah but i'm not even talking about the growth just just the yield and then the other half you put in the uh, a total bond fund which is yielding about four Mm-hmm. So your average yield is somewhere around three, mm-hmm. right? Right. So yeah. there you go. You've got plenty of income, passive in because you're oh, not yeah, the one running those companies. You're not the one making those bond payments. You're not doing any of that stuff. It just comes to you. Because on that $10,000 that you've struggled over the past eight years to put aside, you're going to make a whopping $300 a year. That is going to change your lifestyle. Over the long haul, it will. But anyway, in a short period of time. So, no, I mean, there is no real trick to this. And frankly, these people, and they're all over the place. This is from an article at uh, our friends at Smart Asset, who I know you Mm -hmm. hold close Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. your, because they do recommend an advisor in here about three times too. An advisor will fix all this for you. Um, Start a business, sure. But know that it's work. It's not easy. And it certainly is not passive. None. Okay, let me just make this really clear for everybody. I I just I'm really tired of all these articles that are pandering to people's desire for something that you literally cannot have. You cannot have it. Just get over it. Face facts. There is no such thing as easy free money. It doesn't exist. And the longer you delude yourself into believing it exists, the longer you will wait to start doing things that are actually good for your future. However, they require a little bit of effort on your part. Sorry, that's the way the world has worked for as long as we have existed. That's it. Simple fact. Done, over, passive income doesn't happen. Got it. Donnie Downer, let's go to some questions here. Uh, Glenn writes from Woodenville, Washington. Heard of the place. Good. It's a nice place, I'm told. Mm. Uh, Yeah, you don't really live in Woodenville. You live in Maltby. (laughs) That's true. My sister is a single senior disabled low-income person and selling her house because she can no longer maintain the property. She'll receive $250,000 at closing, and that's all she has. How did you know? Just don't skip ahead. She's searching for subsidized housing and will find a financial advisor. In addition to watching expenses, what advice can you give her to make sure she invests wisely so her nest egg lasts as long as possible? She is thinking annuities. 
250, all she got. Wow. I mean, part of it depends, of course, Glenn, on the spend down. How much of it does she need on a regular basis? How Mm -hmm. old is she? How much risk can she sort of take if she's never been an investor at all? Boy, starting as an investor when you're a senior citizen, I think is difficult because you don't understand the market goes up and it goes down. But um, I know you're. I know you're going to well, say like a target date fund. I'm no, going to say I'm like not. a balanced I'm not. index fund. I, I or something. am not. I am not oh. going to say any of those things. Oh, what are you going to say? I am not going to say any of those things. I am going to default to the correct answer, which is we don't know enough to give you an answer. It depends. Yeah, it's always it depends. Without more information, and let me just make. I want to make a point. Let's let's say she took that quarter of a million and put it into an immediate annuity. Now remember. With an immediate annuity, you give up your quarter of a million dollars forever. Forever. It doesn't belong to you anymore. Immediately somebody else's? It's immediately somebody else's, and then they promise you a monthly check from that money. And the best you can expect today from a quarter of a million dollars, and this is where you get into what your situation is. The best you're going to expect for the rest of her life period is about $1,500 a month from a good immediate annuity, a decent immediate annuity. That's it. That's all she's going to make for the rest of her life. There's no inflation adjustment, nothing. $1,500 a month, period, ad infinitum until she passes. So that's so, 18, that's that's a spend down of, uh, well, 10% would be 25000 So that's mm-hmm. like eight percent a year or something then right because they're returning they're part, of your, part of your money to money, you yeah, which is right. how they're able to do that so if that's if if she wants absolute certainty going forward that is an option yeah the other issues though are if you want to make that kind of money and keep your principal then that's when we get into the sticking points the the risk issues how much risk Is she willing to take to do that? And that is where a good advisor comes in handy. But remember two things at a quarter of a million, a lot of advisors, a lot of fee only advisors are just not available to you. Um, And two, most of the advisors with whom you, she will speak will not be fiduciary, a hundred percent fiduciary fee only advisors. And they're going to, they're likely to take advantage of her. So yeah, they will end up selling you into a product. Yeah, yeah, is. this is a I, tricky I situation. Concur. It is. So, I mean, and maybe, by the way, again, for someone who really has nothing other than the 250, who really probably will need it in some way at some point in her life, maybe it just is in a high-yield savings account or something, mm, getting the 4% you know, it is today. I, actually, maybe. You know, again, this one may be, maybe one of those, I said, you know, we've said every once in a while, there are times when an immediate annuity makes sense. Yeah, because then you got a budget too. Then you got a budget. Yeah, yeah. it's how much. Then here's you how much you're budget getting every because, month. That's it. Yeah, because if you put it in a high yield savings account, now you got to deal with the well. How much of the principal am I going to touch each year? Right. Yeah. Um, it's just tricky, and it, it does is. require a good fee only advisor. But as we have said over and over again, I wish it was easy to find one. That's why we share so much information with you at talkingrealmoney.com slash help on how to find a good advisor. And even then, they're elusive. Indeed, they are. You know, I can see a David Attenborough special seeking the elusive financial (laughs) advisor. Or uh, who's the guy who used to do In Search Of? Was that? Star Trek guy. 
Oh, 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 Captain Kirk. Uh, Captain uh, William Kirk. Shatner. Yeah. William no, Shatner. Not, no, not William Shatner. Uh, I'm now for uh, yeah. Captain Kirk. No, the other guy, Spock. He did the Oh, did Leonard of, Nimoy? Oh, that was Leonard did Nimoy. You're right. Yes, Leonard Nimoy. Yes, yes. Right. Okay. God, I'm yeah. sounding old. All right. Uh, one more quick what? question. Yes, what Sean old guy? In Longview, Texas. Uh, we've been using full service brokerage for many years and have a moderately aggressive portfolio in the low seven figures. Recently, I heard you and others talking about ETFs and index funds, especially for the lower fees and income tax benefits. Two questions. Is there a tool I can use to compare my existing portfolio, the hypothetical portfolio of ETFs and index funds? And would it be worth asking my advisor to explore switching us to a portfolio of ETFs and index funds? Well, the second one's pretty easy to answer. Yes, <laughs> yeah, but good luck. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, yes, but good luck. He's gonna he or she is going to have an argument as to why it doesn't make sense. A good argument, by a the way. A good argument. It'll oh, be yeah. great because they're great salespeople. And yeah. the but I can tell you that the what what the reason will actually boil down to is their pocketbook. Um, even if they sell you sort of non-loaded funds, you know, like B shares or C shares, Ugh. you're still paying them big commissions. And to go with an ETF portfolio, even if they charge you commissions on it, uh, which they will, they'll have to, is going to deprive them of a decent amount of income unless they can find a way to get you to churn them and burn them. Just buying ETFs and holding them in a portfolio with a full service broker is is antithetical to their uh well, their, their way of life. Indeed. I tell you what has to happen here, John. You have to decide if you're a Democrat or Republican. Huh? You've got to decide whether what, what you believe because your advisor today does not okay, believe in I a don't passive like the political index analogy. Or, okay. You've got to decide whether you're a, a, a whatever. It's a this is a this is a major fork in the road type of decision for you, oh, not for it. them. Okay. In other words, you cannot work with this person and expect them to put them in those funds because that they don't believe in that. Okay, so you can't be a little bit broker. Exactly. You can't just say, oh, by the way, will you put me? And they'll say, sure, we'll put some of your money in the Vanguard, whatever, whatever. But the rest of it is in these high expense funds. No, you're going to either have to decide, I like this person, I'm paying them, I worked with them for 20, whatever it is, or I'm going to take a look at the other side and see what it looks like. That's Which the reality. Is, by the way, a really bad reason to stay with somebody. I really well, I, like them. It, as you have often said, and I think correctly so, what cost friendship? In other yeah. words, how much are you willing to pay to have a friend? Right? Because yeah. they're always your friend. Yeah. I mean, really, on a million-dollar portfolio, your friendship is uh, costing you in excess of $50,000. Uh, is it worth it? I will. I personally never go any higher than twenty for friendship. So yeah, that's kind of my limit. Yeah, I cut it like at twenty dollars. You cut it at Eight, four dollars. Yeah. Come on. Uh, if you have questions for us, just send them in at talkingrealmoney.com or call them in twenty four hours a day at eight five five nine three five talk. And if you would like to spend a few moments with an advisor like Tom, not like me, I'm just grumpy. Uh, go to Talking Real Money and click on the Meet an Advisor button and set up an appointment like Tom has coming up later today yeah. on a on a bank mm. holiday mm. when we're recording this. Yeah. We're recording okay. this on Juneteenth. So. Happy to do it. I'm here. Why not? All right. Chat it All up. Right. Yep. you have anything else you want to add? You know, I, I want to add thank you. I want to say thank you. I have a, a lot of gratitude. I had, I think, three calls on Saturday. With a couple people that just, they, they listen to the podcast, they appreciate the advice. 
They probably won't be clients, but they had a little question here, a little question there. I enjoy it. I, I hope it helps. And I want to say thank you to the people who listen and thank you to the people that reach out to us. We truly do appreciate it. We honor the fact that you follow our work. Yeah, he's sincere. Trust me. I know. Sometimes he doesn't sound it, but he is. He's really, he's, he believes that. He likes you guys. I, on the other hand, I just like you when you're <laughs> in mass. Don't be a hater. Come on. Don't be a hater. All right. Thanks for being a part of what we do. We do appreciate it. And uh, we uh, hope you'll tune in every day. Tell your friends and your neighbors and your relatives and your acquaintances and you know everybody. Uh, I'm Don. Tom's over there. And uh, pretty much every day, we just hang out in our little rooms talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time. So please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?